Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 11 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica. I am so thrilled that you're joining me today. And this is a shorter episode, just me on my own. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about something that I've been talking a little bit about on social media. And this is the idea of novelty and expanding our possibilities. And this is something that I talk a lot about in terms of our movement and the range that we have available in our body. And I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that. So one thing that I think a lot of people are noticing right now, and I can speak from experience on this, is that you know, I'm spending a lot of time at my computer right now and a lot of time with my phone in my hand and a lot of time in a position that is very fixed. And this is true for most of us most of the time, unless we're doing something very intentional to take us out of those fixed places, we tend to stay in a very similar position with the body or one part of the body as we go about our work or our day or, um, you know, doing whatever it is that we do. And what can happen as a result of this is a couple of things. One of them is that we just don't feel very good. It leads to, you know, that tension that we're all very familiar with. We usually have a spot where we're like, oh, this, you know, this one little spot in the back of my shoulder or my wrist or whatever it is for you. And we tend to come to believe that this is just how it has to be. It's almost as though we expect our body to you know, do better than it does under those circumstances. But the reality is our body's just responding to what we put in. So when it comes to novelty, our bodies really love novelty. And there's a few reasons for that. One of them is if you know what I'm talking about here in terms of that fixed position, whether you're at the computer or somewhere else, and you know, you know that that feels not amazing in your body. You get a tight shoulder or you get tight hips or whatever it is. And so if you consider novelty being the opposite, I suppose, to being in that fixed place, then you can kind of see why that would be something that the body would enjoy. There's a couple of reasons why we should care about this. And one of them is just purely comfort. You know, we don't want to walk around being chronically tense all of the time. It it does not feel good. It feels yucky. And it's that sort of the place that when we get to that point, we often feel as though it's us against our physical body, as though, you know, our physical body has somehow taken up a grudge against us and is just giving us a hard time just for the hell of it. And, you know, that's just not true. Our body is always, always trying to protect us. When it comes to, you know, the control of our body, which is looked after by our nervous system, its number one goal is safety. It's always just trying to keep us safe. 
And so this is the other reason why novelty is really important. And the nervous system is responsible for a lot. But one of the things to consider when it comes to movement and novelty is that your nervous system is always picking up information about perceived safety. So it might pick up, you know, information from inside your body about, you know, how um, quickly you're breathing, what your heart rate is doing. Um, It's going to pick up on signals from outside of your body as well, the things that you're sort of taking in by your senses. It's picking up on muscle tone. It's controlling muscle tone. It's doing all of these things. And when we are not introducing novelty into the system, when we're not introducing novelty into our movements, our nervous system kind of picks up that we don't have control over the ranges outside of the ones that we stay fixed in. And so then what can happen is when we move into those ranges under, um, you know, load or um, really sort of abruptly, our nervous system might pick up that, you know, you're not doing something that you have a lot of control over and therefore should put the brakes on what you're trying to do. And that can lead to more tension, more stiffness, that perception that we haven't got the capacity to use our body to its fullest extent. And so it's a little bit of a chicken and the egg thing, right? So when we talk about introducing novelty into your movement on the yoga mat or wherever, what we're really thinking about doing is uncovering some of those movement possibilities that have always been there, but maybe have gotten a little bit dusty because we haven't used them. And what we're really trying to do is to reconnect our body and our brain with those sort of nuanced and and particular movements that we're asking it to do. And we're saying, hey, check out this control that I'm developing over this range. And it's almost as though, you know, we're uncovering something that has just laid dormant for a little while. We all know this term, use it or lose it. And there is a lot of truth in that. But the only thing I would say about the lose it part is I would add in brackets at the end temporarily because those pathways haven't disappeared. They are able to be kind of like re-explored and reignited. But our job is to do the little bit of discovery work to start playing with, you know, controlled exploration of all of those spots that have perhaps become like our blind spots. It's like when you're driving down the road and, you know, the um, the blind spot where you can't see a car um, and it comes as a great shock when you turn your head and you're like, hang on, there's a thing there. And it's a little bit the same in our body. You know, these things that we don't, we're not aware of, we're only not aware of them while we're not aware of them. But then once we become aware of them, suddenly there they are for us to explore. And so this is the sort of work that is so invaluable on the yoga mat, partly because we're creating more resilience in our system. Because when we start to communicate with our nervous system and say, hey, I mean, we're always communicating with our nervous system. We can't avoid that. But when we start to to send this information that, hey, I'm regaining control over these ranges that maybe I haven't had control over before. We open up so many more possibilities and 
we also start to offer other options to our body, which means that the same patterns that we sit in or use throughout the day every single day get a little bit of a break. Because if you are holding your arm in one position all day long, those tissues, you know, are like, ugh, ugh, come on, (laughs) give me a break. Um, And so when we've got the capacity to move in more ways and to have that sense of control in more areas, then we open up so many more possibilities. And it's like we get full access to the landscape of what our body can offer. So... I hope that that, you know, makes sense. Ultimately, our goal is to uncover and reconnect with all of those places that perhaps we've temporarily forgotten. And that is simply, you know, a a process. It's um, It's not something that's done with coercion. It's not something that's done with a heavy hand. It's something that is done through this lens of kindness so that we start to look at the ways that we can build resilience into our system, build resilience into the way that we see ourselves and make kindness the thing that kind of holds all of that because it is such a kind act to uncover those patterns and to start to move outside of them. And if this is all sort of feeling a little bit overwhelming, like, how do I even do this? Let me reassure you that this can be so simple. Something as simple as a really controlled roll of your shoulders. We should not dismiss such a simple act because when we do that through the fullest range that we have available at the joint, then you know, we're moving through pathways, we're moving through spaces that in a normal day, if you're sitting fixed in one place, you're not going through. And so these movements do not have to be complicated. The only thing that we well, that we really want to bring to it that perhaps is tricky is a level of awareness that is really deep, really curious, and very much through this lens of kindness. And I don't think that's our default. And so I think that's where the work is. You know, we can move through these ranges and we can do it without thinking. That is a possibility. But the real power and the real opportunity exists when we can move through these ranges with a really curious, kind, compassionate eye. And, you know, we we start to discover where where is there a missing piece here? Where do I not feel connected to this simple but, you know, not necessarily easy range of movement? And so when we think about all of the different places in our body where we can find movement, it's really just about how can I find a controlled range of movement that sort of takes me through the fullest range possible and it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And then once we have those basic building blocks in place, hmm, then we get to build on them. Then we get to play with perhaps things that look a little bit more complicated on the outside, but the complexity really exists in the simple stuff because it's getting that kind of like locked in, getting that explored, getting that clarity in the body-mind connection that then allows us to build on it. If we're building on a foundation that is a little foggy, that is, um, you know, blind 
to us, if we're blind to it rather, then when we build upon it, you know, that's shaky ground. And so I really encourage you, if nothing else, if you, if, if you don't take anything else from this, this last statement will hopefully, um, you know, just be a really simple takeaway. Do not be put off by simplicity. Simplicity is incredibly profound when it comes to movement. If you're just starting out, simplicity done with intention is so powerful. Our aim is kindness. Our aim is expanding our possibilities for movement and reducing tension. So hopefully that makes sense. And I encourage you, if you're not already, to come on over and follow me on Instagram or Facebook, whichever is your choice or both. Um, I share a lot of little movement techniques and, and snacks and ideas over there, which will give you a little bit of a visual for some of this stuff as well. And so you'll find me, my um, handle on both is at Erica Webb Yoga. And you can also come over and find me on my website, which is ericawebbyoga.com.au. There's a section on there full of free resources and you'll find a couple of articles and you'll find a whole bunch of those movement snack videos that are available on my social um, to, to consume through the website as well. So if you just want them all in one place, you'll find them there. And of course, if you've got questions, come on over and find me on on social media as well and feel free to send me a message. I'd love to help you out if I can. And on that note, one final thing before I say goodbye, if you're listening to this podcast on the week that it comes out, which is Monday the, oh, what is it going to be? The 4th of May. I am currently in the process of closing the doors to my mindful movement virtual studio just temporarily. Um, And when I say closing the doors, I just mean closing it to new members. The reason for that is that they've been open a little longer than I intended to leave them open just because of, uh, you know, dealing with coronavirus. And I've decided it's time to close the doors partly so that I can focus on the students that are on the inside, but also partly because I'm doing a massive rebuild on the back end. And I shouldn't say rebuild because it's a first build. Um, so I'm actually moving everything over to my my own platform, my own website. And it's a big job. And um, when it re, you know, launches at some point down the track, um, that's going to be really exciting. But people who are joining this week before Friday, the 8th, they'll get to lock in that membership rate of $27 a month forever, basically, um, until they cancel. So if the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, which is my online yoga, Pilates and somatic exercise studio, where you get a lot of one-on-one support from me if you want it, where you get access to a range of pre-recorded videos and also some live streams, and there's guided relaxations in there and a whole bunch of other really good stuff. We also do monthly masterclasses to dive more deeply into some of this stuff as well. If you are interested in joining me, if you've been thinking about it, now would be a really great time to jump on board before Friday the 8th of May. Uh, The doors will reopen again later in the uh, year. I'm not entirely sure what date, but if you've been thinking about it, this is a really good opportunity to dive in um, and I would love to see you on the inside. You can find out more information about that at ericawebbyoga.com.au 
forward slash virtual studio. And as always, if you've got questions, just come over and find me on Instagram. I hope you are having a really great start to your week or whatever time of the week you're in now when you listen. And I will be back on Thursday with an episode with a very special guest. I'm talking to Jesse Rad, and we're talking about circus contortionism. We're talking about gender transition and we're talking about learning to love your body. So this conversation is genuinely amazing and I cannot wait to share it with you. So stay tuned. That one drops on Thursday, the 7th of May. I'll talk to you then. Keep being kind to you. 